is good idea. I think that uh, Vladimir and I have good uh, uh, things. We li we are wise. We know things. Yes, and yes. This feels very, very good. So please yeah. uh, call. Uh, phone lines are open. Yes, uh, yes. Do we have anyone else on the switchboard? Uh, looks like we got the blinking light, which says someone is calling, and if we don't press it, then we don't talk to them. We do press it, then we do talk to them. That's my understanding. Hello, you're on Hi, this is good. Talk to us and let's talk. Uh, yeah, it's uh, so great to talk to you guys, Larry Vladimir. Um, I was wondering, uh, you know, I just I, I bought my house a couple of years ago. The market was, uh, you know, was right before the crash. So, you know, I was mm -hmm. a little underwater for a while. And, you know, we've got ourselves back in a good position. But I'm just wondering, is it time to refinance? You know, should, I, should we refinance a house or should I just stick it out and, and just just... Just go with it, you know, with the original rate. I, I just, I'm, I'm just, a, I'm not so good with this stuff. And so what, what do you guys think? Well, this is very good uh, problem. Mm -hmm. uh, this is something that I think we can help. Uh, Vladimir, uh, I, I know that you are very uh, uh, knowledgeable about this. I, I tell you um, what uh, the elder of our village, Belgograd, would used to say about mm -hmm. the, this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. He would, uh, he had a beard growing out of his help, and uh, <laughs> he would sit on a on an open rock, uh, which is which is a hole. <laughs> and uh, he, just, uh, he just didn't sit on anything at all. <laughs> he more he really fell. He just sort of into fell a down hole. a hole. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that was part of how. He came up with idea. Idea would then fall, be bumped down into his ass. Mm. And he would tell us what he thought. And what he told us about this is make a mud go ghost <laughs> and then uh, crawl under it and sort of make a love to it. So, uh, so, that's, so like, what, what do you mean sort of? Like, how, how, how love am I making? making to the to the mud ghost vladimir tell him the next step yeah yeah don't don't get bogged down in the details Colin. <laughs> don't don't worry about it See, it's more of you know feel your way through he, it yes yes this we can only point you direction you know you can either you know spurt a part of yourself toward that direction or just not do that at all these are your options and once you know all you can decide i say you know in, in russia mortgage is a little different uh, a mortgage is like you put a part of your body into a cage and you pretend it's a pet. A pet like a pet of a gerbil <laughs> or a rat or something. You give it a name. You pet it. You show it around. Everyone pretends that they care about it. You put a little wig on it so it's like a little girl pet, you know. And then when... When uh, once it's time for the this pet to go to college, time to pay tuition. You need to mm -hmm. decide: do you finance or do you pay it all at once? Yeah, that's yes. And uh, that's, one thing I was wondering how we're getting around to finance with that. Yeah. Yes. Well, uh, you know, financing uh, in uh, in our village is very different. Uh, mm -hmm. You go up to a a loose uh, lemon. That is in the ground. Sometimes you gotta check a few of them before you find out of which one's loose. Some of them are still very tight. When you find one that is loose, 
Uh, you take it to uh, the uh, the temple. Uh, you mm-hmm. say a prayer about Diablo. Uh, then you put this lemon into your founding uh, envelopes <laughs> and uh, you do a dance. So we call it the beacon. Uh, you, uh, it starts on your knees and mm-hmm. then you have a Mexican sow yes. that you sort of uh, you, you grope. Uh, to the music, <laughs> God must do it to the beat. Yes, <laughs> yes, and, and then and then you know the Mexican sow, she got a job as a county administrator, <laughs> and she now have control over you. And now you have to do, you have to be groped, and you cannot complain, or your land is foreclosed. This is financing where we come from. Yes, and I I feel that it is really not so different here. <laughs> yeah but see i mean really i'm just trying to, i mean i'm just trying to decide if the rates are if it's the right time i mean it's a timing thing you know really i mean you guys understand what i'm saying it's it's timing like is you know like if, if you do it now it's going to cost a little bit will it save me in the long run you know what i'm you know what i'm asking well you know saint uh augustine uh friendly bible uh, he talked about timing he said, mm-hmm. Me, uh, little tiny voodoo man uh, come to your house in morning. <laughs> then uh, you give him maybe a, a sandwich made of houses. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, then he go away. This is what timing is. Yeah, it could happen in morning. If he come in the afternoon, you maybe give Zamboni salad <laughs> or a macaroni head. And, Whoa. and then, <laughs> yeah, this is why it's dangerous and why very this tasty. collar it's tasty but dangerous. This collar is, is he has a very important question. So, your answer is this: timing is like uh, like burying a knife in a, in a tree. Uh, you can do it one time, but it, once it's in there, there's no point in burying it again. It's already buried. You know, very say? difficult. Yes. Okay. So we hope this answer yeah. your question. Yeah, um, I hope so too. Okay. Well, th- <laughs> thanks, fellas. Uh, appreciate it, I guess. Thanks. Oh. You know, sometimes I forget how very good you are with financial questions. <laughs> I really defer to you. Oh, this is this is kindest for you to say. I I dabble, you know. I try. I mean, you know, I I don't know if you know. My father, when uh, when we were young, when I was young, he was very poor. He was very poor, uh, but he he transferred all of his wealth into a, a walnut and. Uh, <laughs> It looked like we had more money, you know? <laughs> yes, he was a genius, a financial genius. He really yourself. figured some stuff out that way. Do yes. you remember Chagin? Uh, Chagin, he was the one with uh, that sort of, he's like one head was a lunchbox and the other was a normal head. And he just I guess he just had a lunchbox. Is that yes, Chagin, not from our village. He was from Bogoma and he... Was so good with money, mm-hmm. uh, he make his fortune in a, in out out of your mind. <laughs> uh, he he sold uh, three items. Uh, his uh, mother mm, make oh, yes. wax bones. 
<laughs> he sold the sellers. Sold the wax bones, didn't? Well, he also sold that comb that you could uh, you could ride like a horse, but not the pointy up parts. You had to flip it over. So you flip it around. The comb course, was yes. like all the legs, and then when you were done riding for the day, you could comb your hair, so you looked nice. Yes, uh, that was a more of a one-time thing. He only but did have the one, yes. What, but what was really uh, their sort of bread and butter was... Um, it was bread and butter, make, wasn't it? Uh, no, no. Yeah. Uh, it, it was uh, a clock. Remember this clock they make? Oh. This clock would uh, salvage your, your gastronomic uh, hoedown. <laughs> That's right. I remember <laughs> this. And every and, and on on every day at, at uh, on the hour it would chime it would chime you know chime the number of hours it would chime one or three or seven or whatever but mm -hmm. at twelve o'clock uh, a, a a sort of a gangrenous duck would just take a poop in like out through the number three. For some oh, reason. Oh, yes. The three was gross. Yeah, it was like he considered for a while just leaving the three off to give, to get, to throw <laughs> the duck off the trail. But uh, it was no good. He just did it into the four. You know, he's... You know, Chegum ended up in Moscow. Why? How, yes. how did, he, did he, he became a wealthy man? What did he, he do? Yes, he, he went to Moscow. Uh, he ended up, uh, he uh, put uh, his wealth, his money that he made from clock, mm -hmm. he, he put it into uh, vowels. <laughs> he purchased many vowels. It was a growth market. <laughs> yeah. You know, for a long time, uh, many consonants uh, were in China. I guess he understood that, you know, the world would turn around and there would well, we be could not afford, the time uh, of vowels. vowels in our in our village, hardly at all. No, no, no. Sometimes instead of E, we would just, we would put a little rock. And for Christmas, I got a schwa. It was a big, <laughs> a big Christmas for me. Oh, how beautiful! How beautiful! Yes, uh, we we had to just uh, we had to just warm ourselves around the umlaut. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, welcome back, everyone. Welcome back from the break. Uh, we've all taken a nice rest, had a lovely glass of champagne, which is like champagne with an arm in it. <laughs> and uh, we're going back. You know, I've I've written to the to the management of the brewery yes, about sir. the about the arms. <laughs> they don't listen, do they? Uh, were you asking them for more or for fewer of them? Well, you know, it depends on the day. Sometimes <laughs> I like a bit more, sometimes a bit less. You know, to be honest, I just wish we had a say. You know, I just <laughs> wish well, I wish they That's wouldn't just put in whatever we whatever they wanted on a given day. Oh, why not throw an extra in there if we're in the mood? Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, just ask. I mean, just, you know, run it by me is all I ask. You know, just run it by me. Yeah. Anyway, well, you we're, know, Peter, there's a, there's a basketball game going on, you know. And you know, the people at home, they want to know what's happening in the game. Don't they just? No, I feel that they do, and I feel that in a way, this is what our paycheck is really targeting. And you know, uh, when uh, when I was asking you about your recipe for uh, tea water uh, for a good 40 minutes, you know, I feel like we could have covered it faster, and I, I appreciate that feedback that we got. 
Well, if you cover it faster, then you're not going to get the tea you're looking for, the tea that I'm famous for making. You are, that's, it's, I mean, you know, I've always been envious of you, and I know envy is one of the cardinal sins. There's envy, hunger, uh, facial. Show, showing your steam. Yes, yes, recognizing a backwater. <laughs> and, uh, and placing. Si- oh, go ahead. Uh, placing a fungal entertainment center. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, shaving a pair of scissors. <laughs> It's one of the one of the big ones, one of the cardinals. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, uh, coping with uh, placement advisors. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, you know, Peter, there again, there is some some serious action going on with this uh, orange ball down here. Yeah, there's I an orange ball, be... a bunch of bunch of sort of lanky tall gentlemen running about with it, bouncing it up and down. Well, you know what they say: the taller you are, the the less height you don't have. <laughs> Oh, that's that old tale, yes. I remember uh, Dan O'Shaughnessy used to always sit down there uh, at pub and say, now gather round, boys, I'll tell you a story about little Mickey Hamhauser, the boy who couldn't see through a, sh- a shit bucket. <laughs> Which was not a, a, a peculiar to that boy. <laughs> there was a lot of boys that can't do that. You know? Well, you know, uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Well, now, I do think at some point we should be sort of alluding to what's going on down uh, here on this shiny little field here. (laughs) Even Uh, if only obliquely, we should refer to some of the action on the court. Well, don't you know, I saw them throwing it around, you know. Just just like they don't care about it at all. They have it in their hand and pass it across the across the court, all the way over, up into the basket, and oh my goodness, if that wasn't two points, right there. Ah, uh, that's Miles Gaynor over there. Miles, get off the get off the cart. They're playing some kind of a game here, you know. Uh, oh, Miles. He's uh, daft, that one, he's, you know. Yeah, he's, he's a bit touched. He doesn't, he's, you know, uh, I, I, he reminds me of something my grandmother used to say. That boy's mind works about as well. Uh, is as if not so well today. <laughs> she was rather pithy, your grandmother. She really didn't mince words. She didn't. She wasn't so much for metaphors. Like, let's get to the point. I remember one time. Uh, well, it was uh, it was Gus Lafferty who came around. Uh, he had injured his his snickle on uh, the door frame. Hurt the snickle, uh, did he? Yeah, the snickle is right between the, the, the wax nugget and the, the ponograph. Oh, that's a painful, painful <laughs> oh, sensation. It's a, it's, a, it's a tough area. And your grand, <laughs> you know what your grandmother said? She well, said wait, wait, you know about what my grandmother said about that? <laughs> well, of course, uh, we were always at your grandmother's house. Oh. You know, she had, she had that uh, stainless steel piece of key. Yeah, just a little piece of it. Show it around, and, you know. Act like Hours she was a she was it, a lord yeah. and general of the land. Yes. But I remember when he came limping in that day. Your grandmother took one look at him, one look at him, and he said, "The first time that you come in here with your poison eyeballs and your scheming sofas, I'll put you in a in a failure sandwich." <laughs> and she did it too. Yeah, she 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 wouldn't lie about such a thing. You know, nah, she, she wouldn't lie. She put Not him right in there. You know, she, yeah, you know, she prayed every day to be taken from this earth in a balloon. 
Uh, and, uh, I thought you were going to say, like, by the Lord, but you mean she wanted me like, just go up in a balloon? I mean, if it was the Lord or whoever, but she wanted the balloon part <laughs> for sure. She wouldn't care if it was the Lord or, or yeah, the guy at the gas station. Yeah, it could be anyone at all, you know, but... Uh, I mean, she, the petrol station. Yeah, well, yeah, just the gas station would just be air for us, yes, I suppose. Gas, yes, gas. Yeah, yes. But, uh... Anyway, this basketball game is really... Oh, basketball, that's right. It's a fascinating game. But basket, uh, you refer to the basket, the the, the thing up there high there. That's a basket. Sure, sure, the one up up where... You notice they throw the ball and it's not to another person sometimes? Well, why would you do a thing like that now? Well, they give you points if you do it, and they don't give you any if you don't. That's, see, that's, and what that's, sort of thing does a pint get you? I mean, you got you have a pint. Does that does that give you the cash it in for money or what is it now? Well, it's a sort of a comparison that they give you. So you get a, like I get a point, and then I get to go back to my little clipboard and I write on it. I say I got a point. Yeah, he has the ball. Mm-hmm. It's a perfectly good ball. It looks like it'd be worth you know I don't know maybe uh, at least fifteen pound or so, and then he throws it away. Well, but if he hang, see that this is this is the philosophical lesson, you know, the only way to receive a point is to throw the ball far away from you. It's just like in life; it's like you can't marry your wife unless you throw her really far away from you. <laughs> you know, that's what Father O'Malley always used to tell us about marriage. Yeah, he didn't know everything about that. I don't think he would tell us. You know, he said when you're choosing a wife. Look her in the eye, whisper softly to her, make a sound like a, a phantom. <laughs> yeah. And, if, and if, she says, if she says things back, then you're doing all right. <laughs> yeah, but if she, like, looks into your ear as if she could see through the whole way and makes that joke like I can see out the other <laughs> side, her sense of humor is not that good. He mentioned that, and, and it couldn't have been more true, I tell you. Well, you know, uh, it reminds me of uh, old Sharon. Remember Sharon from the old village that I used to spend time with? Three-eye Sharon, yes. Three-eyeball Sharon. Yes, well, you know, she used to squeeze her Pen- Penelope box down by the waterfall. <laughs> oh, oh, I never heard a more beautiful sound <laughs> until I found out what she was doing. <laughs> It did color it the wrong way when you found out. It got unnerving once you found out what it was she was actually doing. Aye, it did. But, you know, she had the sweetest way of peeping on her sandwich balls. (laughs) Well, I mean, (laughs) if someone's got to do that, she did do it a sweet way. She did it in such a graceful way. (laughs) She did it. I'll give her this. Of all the ways I've seen that done, I appreciated hers the most. (laughs) Oh, but you know what? Look here, Peter. You know how we were saying they were throwing this ball around? Oh, right, just, yeah, sort of the I basketball just, game you're talking about. I saw about. them doing it again. <laughs> Did they start up again? Well, they start, They stopped for a while, and they went over and they talked together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought they were might going to have a sandwich but uh, and a pint, but they didn't. They stopped talking and came back out, and apparently uh, they found the ball okay. and, were, and are throwing it around again. Yeah, and you know, you'd think after they threw it enough times, they'd go, let's hang on to this because I don't want to lose it again. <laughs> you'd think they'd say, you know, this was fun for a while, but you know... <laughs> I mean, you can't do this all day. <laughs> You know, I mean, I've got. Uh, I think you know. we've taken it as far as we can go. 
<laughs> I remember when my uncle William invented the piece of camel. And he, he did it by taking a whole camel and just discarding some of it. Is that how he did it? No, no. Oh. I wasn't there when he invented it. Oh, all right, all right. I showed up after the fact, and all it was was that sort of weird toes that they have. <laughs> That's all he had left. He, he had That's invented he had just left. the toe part. And he, he patented. He patented it, the, the partial camel. And since that day, our whole families, we've never wa wanted for anything because of that patent. And that's... I forgot where I was going with that. You're but, just going to brag about how rich you are from camel partitions. <laughs> <laughs> well, I believe that, that, that the fellow Jonathan with the pointy shoes was saying that he wants us to watch uh, this game. And when something happens down there, he wants us to actually see what's happening while it's happening. Sort of describe it. Aloud, though, you're saying. Right, say it, and say it as we're seeing it and as it's happening. To me, I don't think it's possible. I don't think I care for this game. I don't think I'm going to stick around for the whole thing. Do you think I'll still get paid, Peter? Well, you know, I, I, I feel like it'll be a near thing if we get paid at all, even if you stayed till tomorrow <laughs> night. I don't think... Oh, no, I take exception to that. They were doing exactly what they hired us to do. Well, I think exactly is a word I would not choose in that particular description of us. I think... Well, uh, let me say this about that. Now, this fella here with the pointy shoes, he's given us the money to sit here and say exactly what's going on. Well, I'm telling you exactly what's going on. <laughs> These fellas are running around like, a, like rats scurrying out of a, a hay bale, and they're throwing this ball like they don't care about it at all. Like They work so hard to get it, and then they throw it away. And then they're jumping up and touching the hoop, which seems against uh, all uh, prudence. Oh, yeah, against all laws of nature. Sometimes a man will throw it towards that hoop, and another man will get right in the wind. Rude as your day as you're born, smack, smack the ball back at him as if to say, "How's your mother? Is she good? I don't think she is. Do you say a thing? I say hello." That's just what it <laughs> sounds like when he slaps that ball back at him. That's exactly right. And you know, this reminds me of a, a parable that uh, my, my grandfather used to tell me. He said, "When a steaming ace, uh, ace in the hole comes after your grandma's pony." Don't ever sit there and wish you weren't uh, facing the combing of the environmental <laughs> shamrock. Are you sure that was a, a parable and not just just telling you what happened that day? He was rather drunk a lot of the time, my grandfather. <laughs> well, that's, that could explain some of the colorful uh, metaphor in that. I uh, think it could. Yes, yes. Uh, no, you know what? You make you make a good point, though. I feel that we are doing this game as much justice as we as you can. We're supposed to tell uh, the people listening onto their radios exactly what's happening in the game as it happens, uh, like we're some sort of super being. That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's like we got some sort of eye laser beam that like can look and just suddenly know what's happening in front of us. I can't slow down time, people. I can't tell you what's happening right in front of me as it's happening. I would have to be—I would have to have two brains and a, three mouths and a kind of cornucopia of pastors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look, we're only just the two men. I mean, I suppose we could try it where you see it and I don't look, but I just say what it was. You, but you're the one who's looking at it, and I just describe it, even though I didn't see it. We could try it that way, but I don't, I don't know if even that would satisfy the man with the pointy shoes. 
I don't know. I don't think so. And perhaps if we did it this way, if you uh, look, don't look at the game. Okay. Look down. Look down into this bowl of, of shin shit flakes. <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll come up here and I'll make a mouth with my hand. Okay. And I'll I'll talk in a, a silly voice. And uh, maybe if I put my finger on your stone, then we'll uh, be able to relay what's happening. <laughs> you know, I could just pretend for one moment that I was a bear. Just a, a tiny bear. Just a tiny moment. Just a, one tiny moment and one tiny bear. That's... <laughs> that's, that's a... Now, now that's a sensible, I, I think, solution. <laughs> well, but you know, something that may even work even better. If, if the two of us just try to look like we're not having apples. <laughs> just, just, give a, just give a real vibe off of us like we're not having any. <laughs> And then, if we're thinking, if I'm thinking about wax aces, and you're thinking about shoe faxes, then perhaps at the same time, then then we can tell people exactly what's happening. (laughs) You you didn't take me all the way there at the end. (laughs) I feel like I was with you. Was there a step missing? I feel like I was with you right up until, and then we can just tell them about the game. And then I, I lost a little bit of the wave here. Yes, all right. Perhaps there was a bit missing there. All right, well, what if we, what if we baked our nuts into a shepherd's pie? <laughs> uh, but we didn't eat the shepherd's pie because Crush we know nuts. what's... No, it's, our nuts are in there. We're not going to do that. But we don't tell anyone else that our nuts are in them and we let them wonder where our nuts are. Then uh, perhaps that will confuse people about <laughs> the nature of the game. <laughs> Well, is that what we're wanting, though? No. No, indeed. No. That's ah, a good okay. example of what we should not do today. I think we're making some progress. Okay, I've got it. <laughs> we're, we're, we're really honing in on it. I think we're... I think we are. Yeah. Now, if we try to escape the invisibility of wax sheep, mm-hmm. and then right as the, we stay here all night, and as the sun's rising, we both... <laughs> In, try to pierce the stone fac- factual evidence of, of semen environmental pieces, <laughs> mm-hmm. then, are you with me? Well, okay. I Stay mean, with me now. Stay okay, with me now. Okay, um, um, I, think, I think, I mean, everything you've said so far, I think we can do, so go ahead. <laughs> All right. Then the final step is we make a macrame gas it po- post <laughs> and then steer our faces into a phonograph j- jam. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's... And I think that'll really solve all the problems we're having. <laughs> it's, it's hard to, like, if I, just heard, if I just heard the plan that you just set forth, it'd be hard for me to trace back what those problems were that <laughs> we're solving. <laughs> Especially Don't since this is happening Peter. tomorrow morning at dawn when the game surely is long over. <laughs> Peter, I'm trying to solve a problem here. <laughs> Look at Patrick, I don't have all the answers myself. But you know, Peter, I, I, I'm remembering now. The man in the pointy shoes, he said to, to talk about the points. Tell them what the numbers are. Well, surely we don't want to tell them both the numbers, like, for each team. I mean, only one at a time, I, I assume, or we'd overwhelm them and they'd lose their minds. 
Well, why we don't want to give it away. <laughs> yeah, we don't. No spoilers is what the children say these days. And yes, why would they want to know? If we if we tell them what the numbers are, then they know who's winning, don't they? So let's just tell them this: uh, one of the numbers is not a five. I think that's telling them too much. Even that. All right, then I take it back. Tell them this. Say I, I tell them this. Uh, there are no gay champagne nuggets behind this this waterfall. Uh, now, that, see, that might be too cunning. That may be. That, <laughs> That's ugly. That's that may be too, diffi- too, too too difficult of a of a clue. I see. Yes. All right. Okay. So let's say this: if you had a hundred birds, I don't think that I don't think that we can tell them. I don't think that we can tell You're them right. anything we have about to steer, this. Yes. Well, let's steer right away from this. And let me tell you, man of the pointy shoes, I'm not trying to tell you your business, but. We're not going to give away this information. Uh, this this is a uh, too important information to yeah. just blurt out over the radio. Knowledge is power, man in the pointy shoes. Knowledge is oh, power, yeah, is. and I don't intend to give away all of our power just because you feel it would be of interest to our listening audience. The best way I think we can serve the, the, this job that we've been hired to do is to go down, go down to pub, and have a pint. And uh, we'll we'll just let the people at home enjoy uh, the basketball uh, performance here uh, in their own way. <laughs> yes, exactly. Don't don't tell the people how the game is going. Let them experience how their imaginary version of the game is going. Yes, let their imaginations take control of it, and and that's what life is all about, isn't it? Your yeah. imagination and 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 your dreams. I mean, let's let them enjoy it that way. Yeah, children don't know how to imagine anymore. We can help them by refusing to tell them a thing and telling them to think about it anyway. Exactly right. The, the action on on this uh, shiny little field down here right now, they can be imagining it as a as a a blowing f- jam entertainment capital. It be. Being sneaked up on by a, a fisting cobra. <laughs> I mean, what young lad or lass wouldn't want to imagine such a thing? Indeed. So I think we should take our leave of this place and go down and, and have a pint right now there, Peter. Yeah, let's, let's get ourselves a bowl of grease and a pint <laughs> of gravy and uh, drink each of them and see which one we like worse. And then uh, agree to smear ourselves with it for all of eternity. Aye, indeed. I mean, and so we'll we'll bid you good evening with that. And and uh, we'd also like to thank our sponsors, uh, 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 Gravy Combs, for hair that is made out of beef. <laughs> and of course, also our, our favorite local Jasper provider, uh, <laughs> Sam and his and his chosen bastards. <laughs> the chosen bastards providing jasmines for all the world to see. <laughs> yes. Since 1847. Yes. Uh, and of course, uh, uh, Barry and his underfunk. Uh, oh, so supportive for, for this broadcast for so long. Sure, sure, sure. And uh, as always, uh, uh, the biggest underwriter of, uh, of this broadcast is Pleasing vo- vocal seep- seeping showboats. 
they, they really have been perhaps too supportive. Oh, they're just, they're, they're just been such a charm for us. Yes. So I, I think, uh, I think we take our leave of you, ladies and gentlemen, and I leave you, uh, we'll leave you with uh, a few words of wisdom, the words of my grandfather who said, phone away because no one wants to see your ugly face. <laughs> Good evening, folks. Good night. Frozen hope uh, system. <laughs> can't follow me. Chase me. I certainly can't if we're going to whatever that is. <laughs> Come on, let's make snow typewriters. Come on. Ah, you know, Starkey, sometimes I start thinking about things and I think maybe the world is just a pile of crap <laughs> and everything is horrible. <laughs> you know, my... <laughs> You know, my grampy last night told me that Santa's just filled with ants. Just red ants. Oh, Starkey, melons are ripe this year. (laughs) I've heard that. I've heard that. You know, but we hear that every year, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's how they get you. That's how they get you. They try to get you to fit inside of a squirrel. You can't. They, they don't even, they pretend they don't want you to, but you can tell the look in their eyes, they want you to try. <laughs> Starkey, <laughs> I'm star, I'm having no Christmas this year. Instead what? of Christmas, I'm going to war, war with doll, dolls. <laughs> Attack. No, no, Philly, no, no, you you can't have no Christmas. I mean, think about all the Christmases that you won't have. One, this one. Think about how this Christmas you'll be, you'll be, you'll be an outcast. You'll, you won't be able to hold the Christmas candle pie. You won't be able to, to crate up your siblings and, and send them to, to, to Moravia for their Christmas blessings. No, no, I've had it. See this loaf of narcissism? <laughs> That's not what that is. I'm going to throw this right at Santa Claus's head. I'm going to lay and wait in the bushes. <laughs> no, you'll kill he... him. You'll kill him, Philly. Well, it's just a loaf of bread. You said it was a loaf of narcissism. It kind of threw me off. I don't know. Well, that, I that's I what I call bread. D- oh, okay, I couldn't tell how dense narcissism was. I, yeah, I'm, I'm only, I'm only eight years old. I don't really know what that is yet. I, I hate cows and I hate lemons. Huh. I hate bore, boredom and Stephen. I think maybe, I mean, you think you should maybe talk to somebody? I mean, like, all these things don't seem related to your Christmas problem in any way. It just seems like you just sort of have a lot of free-floating hysteria about a lot of things. (laughs) (laughs) It seems like you can't really blame Christmas for all of this. That does it. See this bomb? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to blow up half of now. Don't you remember what, what Father Deacon said on Sunday morning? He, looked, at, he looked me right in the eye and he he's said... Really, he's, he's a really holy guy, Father Deacon. <laughs> yeah, well, can't get name, more churchy than that. Yeah, his, his middle name is Pastor. <laughs> Father Pastor Deacon was... 
<laughs> God damn it! <laughs> oh, Father, Father Deacon, on Sunday morning, he, 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 he looked me right in the eye. He looked at the back of my eye from through my head. He, like, opened up my skull and looked into the back of my eye. And he, I don't Got know. it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Go ahead. No, that was the whole story. That's, oh, that, that's, oh, that's, oh. That's, that's why you shouldn't blow up. What was it half of now? Forget it. Christmas, I'm hearing now this is why I love you. Destroy. Now, wait a minute, boys. Wait just a minute. Uncle Boost? <laughs> sure. <laughs> why not? That's not really where I was headed, but... Uncle Boost, what are you doing here? You're supposed to be mar- marching outside. Well, I mean, that is what I was doing. I looked over and saw that you were attempting to explode your friend and all that you love. And I just wanted to find out if there was if there was some way in which your family had failed you, or in some way that they hadn't failed you, that we could start failing you now. Yeah, I'm tired of Christmas. All this mixed up new stuff and this overhanded not a knife. I'm sick of it all. But what about your stuffed overalls? <laughs> well, they're fun. But you, you've been you've been begging to toy around with those for weeks. You really have. It's kind of uncomfortable. I don't even know what they are. What what well, are they stuffed with, Philly? Well, you know, it starts with me, uh, low love, and then gets. From there, it gets into it gets worse. It gets a lot yeah. worse. Yeah. Yeah. The, there are layers. There's three layers. There's love. There's new uh, do, uh, uh, Doberman sauce. New, new and, Doberman uh, sauce. Brand new. And, yeah. And underwater chis- uh, chisels. <laughs> yeah. So for like, uh, I don't know, for some underwater woodworking kind of thing. <laughs> Just forget it. These overalls aren't enough for me to care about Christmas anymore. See this wishing well? Where did you get that? I'm going to throw this penny in and wish that Christmas turns into a a nozzle. I really thought you you were going to say you were going to throw the wishing well at us. No, I'm going to wish for Christmas to turn into a nozzle. Here it goes. Nothing. Oh, no. No, don't. That does it. Oh, no. Well, I mean, I don't know why. It just seems so natural to say happy nozzle to you. Happy nozzle to you both. What's going on here? Who the hell? (laughs) What's going on here? I'm Santa Claus. You're like... You're a couple of things, I think. (laughs) Whoops. I hit my... uh, Oh, I screwed something up. I think but, you're. Uh, I think you're a a robotic, uh, <laughs> ha- half uh, half mixed balance clause. I actually went. <laughs> that's right. I was partial mixed balance clause, but now I'm here. I want to stop you. I want to stop you, Philly. What you're exactly was something. wrong with you a minute ago, Santa Claus? You seem. It's like I I can see like the 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 diodes and lights behind your metallic face. What what's gone wrong? 
Everything that could have gone wrong with the <laughs> Roland voice changer did. But now everything's all right. Everything's great now. Listen, I came to tell you something, a special message from Asteroid Man. <laughs> wow. Christmas is special. Now and always. Remember to bleed afterwards. <laughs> so long. You know, I'm glad that second half was in there because the first half seemed like he didn't need Asteroid Man to tell, like, as a go-between. Like, he could have told us Christmas was special, right? Wow. He, everything he said is true. I haven't seen things clearly. Christmas is special. Yeah. I love you guys. Yeah. I, don't know. I feel like day. I went. I feel Merry like I went Christmas. the other. I feel like I went the other way. I feel like Santa kind of, kind of. No, burnt. everything's great. Oh. oh. Yeah. Okay. Merry Christmas, guys. Uh, but Christmas is still a nozzle, though, right? <laughs> <laughs>